Hello and welcome to the Heatland Podcast. My name is Kaylin. Joining me today, my three anus skips. Don. <laughs> good, good morning. I was taking David. a sip of coffee. <laughs> good morning. And George. Uh, good morning. I, so, what an I looked up the weirdest skip names, and there's one in Spyro where you like open this door that looks like an anus, and it's called uh, the, the anus, anus skip. skip. <laughs> yeah. wow. Which yeah, Spyro? It's uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just, just I just found it on Reddit. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's the anus skip. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So, if you hadn't guessed already by uh, that intro, we are doing uh, speed running. Uh, this week um speed running don is our uh we've kind of nominated him as our resident expert speedrunner because yes. he like speed run what did you do again some yeah back in the day i i went for a period of trying to speed run diddy kong racing which is a nintendo 64 kart racing game and... well tell us my lord what is speed running um it's basically a community which is formed around completing games as fast as possible um I guess it's kind of evolved from what it was back in the day with a lot of old kind of arcade games where it was all about getting the top score when now it's more about, you know, games have obviously evolved a lot and there's not so much like a score element. So it's about beating them as fast as possible. So in the case of Diddy Kong Racing, there was like a single player adventure mode. And what me and a friend were trying to do with that was basically finish this adventure mode as fast as possible basically using whatever was like discovered about the game whether it was just racing through it or whether it was through glitches and bugs which could be exploited to finish the game faster yeah so it's it's basically finishing a game really quickly yeah and you might think that means just like being really good at the game and in in a basic way but usually they'll they'll find like glitches and skips and things like that or just like you know really streamline everything yeah that's Um, the thing it's it's like almost exactly as you said it just sounds like oh you're really good at the game so sure you can do it but it comes down to like i mean what you got to remember is that games are basically like ones and zeros right so it comes down to like an almost mathematical very calculated thing of I need this to happen at this point, so then I could do this at this point, so then I'll, I'll finish this at this exact time, which would then lead on to this thing. It's like a lot of thought into it, and it's not just a case of, I'm pretty good at this, so I'm going to try and finish it. You know, because chances are, if you have that mindset, there's going to be someone who is analyzing the shit out of whatever game you're trying to look into. And I think that for me personally, is like the interesting part of speedrunning, which is just seeing games blown apart and like, understanding the intricacies of like how they were designed and things like that yeah like like caitlin said the <laughs> anus skip um you'll common <laughs> commonly come across things where like people would you know brush up against a door that you need a key for and they realize like oh if you stand in this perfect angle and then like spam jump you can actually like get through the door like you'll like squeeze through a gap or something you know exactly so, yeah so it's a lot of like stuff like that and i think that's why it lends itself into a community a lot more because um the top speedrunners they don't discover all of these things on their own independently they just share all this information and um you know like use it to get the best times 
yeah, it's like an amalgamation of loads of different people's work. Like there'll be loads of skips named after people, and someone will discover something which will take off like thirty seconds off like Halo Reach mm. or whatever speedrun. Mm. Um, and that is a kind of a nice thing about it is it is it's very collaborative, and you can't actually hide your skips, can you? Because like if you've got a really good one. You're going to post a video of you doing it and other people are going to just copy it. Yeah, yeah. it's going to become the norm of what people use to then finish that game as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah. And it's not seen as like a negative. It's not seen as like, oh, you're stealing my technique. It's no. like, oh, I have found something. Everybody come have a look. Like we yeah. can all do this now. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's sort of like you said, things get named after certain people and they get shouted out. And it's kind of like when someone gets a record it's not just seen as like oh it's really good for them it's really good for like the wider speedrun community but also like each game has its own community because every game is like very different so when you watch a you know like say like an exciting run of something you're not just seeing that one person's taking like half an hour to complete like a four-hour game it's like seeing all of the work that's gone into that and that makes it happen and it's why it's quite exciting to watch i think yeah and yeah. also um they all use this program called live split and it's basically like a timer but you can put different um milestones on the timer so you can say like um oh after level one i like uh check that i've like done the milestone and it'll tell you the time like how long it took you to do level one and it'll also compare that to like the world record or um I think one of them is like some of best, so like all of your best times put together. Um, so yeah, it's like it makes it more entertaining for a viewership on that sense as well, because you can see like, oh, they did level two fastest than they've ever done it before. It's it's really fun to watch. Like uh, as like sort of an outsider who's not really had any inclination of of running a game like i find it really entertaining to watch because of those timers you can see oftentimes the person running it will have a little camera so you can see them you know their hand motions or like their general like demeanor as they're doing it and it's quite like i don't know it's quite intense when you get to someone who's on like a world record pace of like uh you know an hour long speed run and it's getting down to those like last few minutes where every second counts it's really like I don't know. It's it's not really like anything else. Yeah, and I I think that those moments will kind of rise to the top as well, um, because obviously there is like so much speedrunning content out there, and for someone like me who's not like a big speedrunning fan, although I'll watch it occasionally, mm. um, you'll always see those videos rise to the top where someone has beat the record and it's like really clutch and really intense, um, and those those will always kind of become popular. Um, it's like an uh, EVE Online where there's like a big battle and suddenly everyone outside of EVE Online knows about it. Yeah. It'll be like, um, you know, someone beat the Mario 64 speedrun or someone cheated in the Mario 64 speedrun and all, and all this sort of stuff sort of comes out of the community. Streets 112, yeah. man. Forever a great meme because of how hype what it is. What is that? I don't understand. You don't know what Streets 112? It? Oh, it's uh, basically a runner. I forget his name. I think it's Ryan Lockwood. He does a GoldenEye level in like one minute and 12 seconds. And part of why it's so difficult to do because it's not just extremely like precision based it's also like luck based so there's like a random element of it of whether you're going to get basically shot in a certain way to give you that extra speed and there's an amazing video on youtube of him getting it and he's just so excited he's like jumping up and down screaming 112 baby it's it's super hype yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of that there's a lot of these moments where someone just completely pops off 
um that, that are really fun to watch and um, we should also like because you know we kind of, i feel like we kind of explain what speedrunning is now and uh, mm. hopefully you get it um but what we're talking about in this podcast a little bit more is is the community around it and w- one of the biggest events um for the community every single year or it's like twice a year now or i think like yeah they do twice a year yeah. like is, a summer uh, in the main one yeah it's agdq which is a like a giant speedrunning event um that happens in like the states somewhere um where people will like speedrun games live um so they'll basically sit on a chair i don't know why i mentioned that <laughs> and, um, <laughs> close to the floor <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's an important desk, detail. It's the optimal and they way. Will, uh, yeah, uh, they'll be wearing clothes and they'll be <laughs> playing a. Um, they'll be playing. A, they'll be speed running a game live. Um, and this is a f- like. If you're like hearing that, you're like, okay, that sounds fine. But for some reason, this event is just like a fucking farm of drama, memes, like cringe. Mm. It's it's like it's fucking everything. So I mean, what is it about AGTQ that fucking that creates this is it that it's just tons of nerds in a room i think it's part of it i think yeah. part of it also is that um there's just such a massive amount of recorded content that comes from these because these are 24 hour i think they span over a week yeah, normally. yeah. it's like five days um, i think yeah so there'll be during during a week every single hour like on 24 hours there'll be a speedrunner who is speedrunning a game, and normally they'll have, like, a few people from that game's community who will do commentary and, like, explain what goes on and, like, chat to the speedrunner, and they'll also have, like, a big crowd in the background. And, yeah, there are just a lot of, like, YouTube videos and stuff of, like, really awkward moments, (laughs) maybe between, like, the couch and the speedrunner, or, like, maybe the speedrunner says something, like, you know, a bit iffy and... Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I think like... it is like kind of yeah, it's kind of just like one of the big reasons is that it's so so much content and like so long. Yeah, and it's, mm. these are not like broadcast professionals. Like there no. are a few speedrunners mm. who are very good at like talking about what they're doing, but most of the time it's them concentrating very very much on something that's quite difficult, which is why they have the couch and other people like basically trying to like wing it as they go and try and keep people entertained, and it throws up a lot of like. A lot it's of strange situations, yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, not everyone's a broadcast professional like us. <laughs> Some people uh, are, uh, you know, find it really difficult. And it's it's one of the things about, you know, streamers, right? Like, you've got streamers that are kind of popular and they play loads of different games because they have, like, a, a good personality and this sort of thing. It's like we talked about in Rust. The RP server worked because everyone is, like, a charismatic streamer. For sure. But usually these people are, like, you know, basement dwellers who are don't, like... They might have a stream that gets, like... 30 views as they like get the, their pb and like spyro mm-hmm. but you know generally then they're, they're not really talking to an audience and this time they'll be talking to like a massive stream in front of a massive crowd and things just come out of their mouths it's, it's a lot of viewers hundreds and hundreds of thousands of viewers at any one time and this you know it's an event for charity that raises like millions of dollars it's not you at home streaming to your usual sort of like maybe a couple hundred viewers who are very mm. into the game it is it's the mainstream and it gets mainstream attention as well it is very yeah. true that what you say and it happens a heck of a lot within like video games and streaming in that you have people who aren't necessarily trying to be personalities but just through like some kind of 
growth in popularity, they kind of become them forcibly. And then they just have to almost try and do that. And like you say, sometimes it just turns out terribly. And a- yes. ADGQ, which is like the event or one of them that happens every year at least, seems to show a lot of that in spades. And yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, tell us tell us about some classic moments. There's uh, the the most famous one I think most people will have seen is is the um, Zelda uh, <laughs> is Ocarina of Time speedrunning moment where this uh, so there's a guy speedrunning Ocarina of Time and there's a girl behind him who wants to make like an announcement about like her her family member or something dying of cancer and. Um, tries to get the guy to like stop playing um during this and obviously this went viral it's it's very hard to watch and cringy um, yeah because the guy just keeps playing like you know yeah. he doesn't want to like stop the speed run and yeah. she's not like this authority figure that like you know he would listen to so he's just kind of weirdly awkwardly playing yeah. while she's getting like you know very upset and like it's, it is very hard to watch. You yeah. can hear the, the Zelda sounds in the background of Link. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and she's and like he... my granddad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so you see low. Link going like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not nice. Uh, and you know, th- there's been a few moments like this. There's, uh, uh, does, does anyone want to explain that fucking really awkward one where he's like, I, I prefer if you stop talking. There was someone, I think his name was Caveman. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> speed running this game and someone else seemingly just joined them on the couch just to hang out um the couch is where like all the streamers hang out when they're doing these runs and talk to the stream and whatnot and i don't know what this guy who just joins them is doing but he's he's just spouting shit basically and <laughs> the 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 speedrunner is trying to go along with it trying to be nice but they just keep going. And then there comes a point where just very, very bluntly, the streamer just turns to him and is like, I'd really prefer if you be quiet. Yeah. yeah. And he it's just yeah. like, Ooh. He doesn't know about the game. <laughs> he was, I think he was on there because it was his birthday, maybe. The guy was called Chibi. And yeah, he didn't run the game. He didn't know about the game. He was just kind of on the couch making random comments that didn't like, fit like with the game. Like a child would make, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, he, he says something about like, evil pigs in video games or something yeah. and like how frequent they are and it's just like it's quite, quite well, he, i think he'd make like he'd make accompanying sound effects to what's going on as well um yeah i think that's a good yeah. segue into uh another hot speed running topic because chibi himself was actually he is a speedrunner, doesn't speed run the game the caveman was but he did uh a super uh paper mario thousand year door speed run and he was caught cheating in one of his runs. Yeah, I mean that—that's another big thing about the community is it is drama town. Mm. Um, you know that cheating is one of the big topics, as well as like general like inappropriate behavior that goes on at um, AGDQ. Um, but yeah, cheating has been this hot topic recently. So what happened with this dude cheating then, David? Uh, oh, with the well, in the news, it was recently this. Uh, minecraft youtuber called dream i think he's got about 14 million um youtube uh subscribers um but he basically was found to have cheated in a couple of his like minecraft speed runs and the way he did it was it's to keep it as simple as possible he used a mod to change the value of uh, an item dropping 
So instead of an item that would drop maybe like 12% of the time, he increased that number quite a lot. So obviously in a speed run that requires you to get this like RNG, it made a huge difference. And there was some like controversy around it in terms of how legitimate it was or how you know illegitimate it was. The, the accusations of cheating, but like he definitely cheated. It was basically mathematically impossible for him to have got the luck he got. Um, but it kind of like just brought it all back into the to the mainstream a bit more. I say mainstream, but you know what I mean in terms of like YouTube culture and things like gaming. That. Yeah. yeah, gaming. YouTube Good Morning Britain. Yeah. We're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Piers yeah. Morgan was not happy. He's a big he's a big Minecraft fan. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think it kind of shows um, the like dynamic within the community because. Um, Dream and a lot of these speedrunners will have like a big following and a big audience and when something happens a lot of the times their fans will just completely be on their side no matter what and like not want to look into any evidence and would never question that their favorite speedrunner is like doing something bad whereas there is like a whole another aspect of people that are like kind of wanting to show the truth or maybe even go too far and like just love to see the train wreck and the drama and everything mm. um and yeah the, the dream situation definitely highlighted that like um you, you might be thinking like oh well you know you could just get lucky one time that's that's fine but it was over the course of his entire i think five streams so there was like uh, six eight, i think it was six six streams okay so there must have been like like 16 20 hours of like hours of content where he is getting these like ridiculously lucky things happening, um, mm. and yeah, like mathematically, as David said, it would uh, it is completely impossible. I think like one in seven point two trillion was yeah. the chance that he wasn't cheating. And this wasn't um, just people who were like, "Oh, these odds are bad." It was like people, like a wide portion of the community, were hiring like like statistics professionals, and yeah. like they wrote like a paper, you know, on it and then presented their findings like you would in like a, a court of law or something on the, in their own YouTube videos. It was like very, very in-depth. It was like they take it very, very seriously in because it's the law. integrity of their... Like, no, you know, he's just saying that it's very, like, it was very thorough. Oh, and, I see. You know, yeah. oh, it was like a 20-page, like, like, plus paper, where it was, like, mathematical, like, statistics and, like, you know, formula yeah. and, like, all, like, like watertight, basically. Dream himself um, hired a mathematician from, I think, Harvard or something as well to, like, dispute the findings. Um, although, funnily enough, the Harvard professor still ended up coming out saying that it's a 1 in a 100 million <laughs> chance that Dream cheated. Um, but, yeah. So he, he, like, significantly reduced the chance. Yeah, like, but, he said it was more likely, but still. Yeah, still it was complete impossible. bullshit as well, because what he was actually looking at, if you look at the maths, was he was actually looking at what are the chances that anybody in the entirety of people who have bought Minecraft could get this lucky. And he was saying, out of everybody who bought Minecraft, there's a one in 100 million chance that at least one person got this lucky over like the 20 hour period. And like, that was what he found. But but yeah, anyway, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, like, it's just so um, deep and complex. Like this, this would have like sufficed for a um, academic paper in university mm -hmm. or something, you know, like, um, it just shows how serious people are with this sort of stuff, yeah. I will say, like, uh, on a personal note, and this is from someone coming from, like, the Smash Bros scene, like, I think speedrunning in the scene is one of the biggest, like, echo chambers, like, on the internet. In what, what way? Because, like, almost, like, for the reasons that we were saying, where someone is caught cheating, it would be, like, a, a massive, like, mm -hmm. 
big deal on like such a grand scheme as opposed to just, like they just cheated at this thing like do you get what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. well it's just kind of too extreme yeah like, incredibly it's, it's like yeah. you're you're not only like dishonorable in like the speed running scene it's like you're you're like a criminal in real life <laughs> yeah you're like a terrible person yeah i, yeah. I wouldn't quite go that far i guess like, i think the problem is like i think if someone like dream or someone like todd rogers or any of these other people who've been like caught basically red-handed cheating that they they sort of stick by their guns they don't go okay you know what i i did do this i was i made a mistake i was trying to like it was doing it for my stream or these other things it was like i didn't think about the consequences blah 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 i apologize whereas they go like no like i was that lucky like there is no i did not cheat you know hand on my heart like in front of like a fucking god i did not cheat and it's kind of like come on man yeah. the, the, <laughs> it's like literally like mathematically like in the todd rogers stuff it's like it's literally mathematically impossible so what, what was todd rogers then tell, tell us about that because that's a more of an og oh todd rogers um, was speed running saga. yeah mm. todd rogers was one of the like the og gamers i guess next to someone like billy mitchell um involved in twin galaxies which was the the first sort of like video game records site is how you describe it had a lot of like high scores like we mentioned earlier had a lot of you know speed run times um and most famously, Todd Rogers had the world record for a game called like Drag. Was it Dragster? Yeah, it was like Dragster. Yeah. Dragster yeah. RuPaul's Dragster. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like an old, like shitty, you know, like what was it's it? Like, like Atari, Atari game or something? Yeah, uh, twenty six hundred. Is that what the yeah, yeah. called? Yeah, yeah. Whereas um, now, when someone submits a speedrun to like speedrun.com, which is the main sort of site where people's you know um, runs are validated, they will have to have like a YouTube video or an uninterrupted like Twitch stream of them doing the run from start to finish with a you know with a counter whereas back in the back in the day i think it was sort of like 80s time it was it literally would just have been, yeah like 80s just a picture of the screen like uh just a photo that could have easily been doctored and with the todd rogers drags the time he had a time that was like literally mathematically impossible to get in the game itself like there was no way the clock could have landed on those numbers and he still stands by it like claiming like the human element he still claims that like <laughs> he somehow did something that was like literally completely impossible yeah and yeah. like if you look back at the history he was really good friends with the guy like one of the main referees of the website and it was just this all big ponzi scheme where he would like todd rogers would basically just lie about this ridiculous world record he got in a game and it would kind of bolster the popularity of twin galaxies so obviously twin galaxies would like not want to dispute if it was real or not um, i think he maybe like, owned a part of it as well i might be yeah mistaken. i think he did yeah i think i think he was like a, a like an investor or part ownership yeah, yeah. or something um but yeah like oh it's so slimy to see these videos of him being like yeah so you know i just um uh just tap the button uh three times and start this start the game in uh, second gear and uh you know if i just do a little todd rogers uh three tip tap and uh, <laughs> you know i get extra 50 percent speed and people are like dude the 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 code for this game is like like 20 lines long like it's impossible for any of these things to happen yeah. like there was a like computer tests that literally input every single possible combination of inputs that you could have possibly done during the time and there was no way that it, it would uh like be as fast like that his time was real yeah. um and yeah like there's was, there was a lot of stuff i think um the centipede uh world record that he said he got that was like 
in the 80s of million, like I think it was like 80 million, and the next one was like 10 million, like the real record, and the number that um, Todd put was just like 80 million, zero, 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 zero. <laughs> and the, the number, I think it incremented in like odd numbers, so there was no way that the score could have possibly got like to that point. Um, yeah, and th- there's a great movie, uh, King of Kong. Yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of covers a bit of this, uh, this world because it's kind of like the it's the origins of speedrunning, right? For sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I would say well, he... yeah that that film kind of helped bring some of like that side of competitive gaming into mainstream, quote unquote. I mean, and, and funny enough, like some of this weird shit that you're talking about, the Twin Galaxies, kind of happens in that. Like, there's this scene where Billy Mitchell gives this tape. It's all about the world record of Donkey Kong, like, getting the score in Donkey Kong. And he gives this videotape, which has clear, like, discrepancies and, like, things that happen in it. I think at one point, like, there's fuzz on the TV or on the tape, which covers up the score and then the score changes to something higher and all this kind of stuff. And they just brush over it and make it official. So, yeah, I think in particular, like, Twin Galaxies was something which was, like always questioned for quite a long time it's a pretty good movie i'd recommend checking it Um, i think it's quite interesting in terms of like these guys doing this sort of stuff in in the like you know 80s and 90s i'm assuming and you know using like a vhs recorder and things like that and you sort of saw again in the the early days of the internet speed running was just uploaded like a video file of like run was uploaded and that would be the the record whereas now in like you know 2021 you have all of these ways of checking how legitimate they are by like checking like the audio in an audio program to see that if it was like two things spliced together or like you know checking like having like a like a task which is like tool assisted basically like a computer frame by frame putting in inputs to see if things are like possible or not it's it's kind of funny thinking back to like they could never have predicted that sort of thing that their little mm. like donkey kong cheat would have made like such a huge like furore in like this year yeah because mm. those people like billy mitchell um todd rogers they made like full-time careers yeah. based on like how good they were at video games um like Guinness World Records and stuff. Yeah, a Guinness World Record, yeah. Top Rogers had a Guinness World Record and it got um, taken away like because of all the you know, all, all the allegations of cheating yeah. and everything. I think um, Billy Mitchell's got taken off as well eventually because of general cheating stuff, including that tape that I was talking about earlier. It got brought back up again like more recently and I think they actually accused him of cheating and they've removed his records now. Yeah, the, the tape was so fake because um, it, I think... They realized that the way that the level loaded, it loaded in like blocks, was not mm. the way it should have loaded if it was on an actual arcade. Um, and because it was played on like a computer mm. emulating the game, it like loaded differently and it was just like so clear yeah. that it was faked. Mm. Um, yeah. But I think what these kind of breed, these like big drama moments or these big cheating allegations, is the whole community around it will start making YouTube videos. They'll tweet about it. it. There'll be like full tri- Twitch streams of people talking about it. I mean, think of how many YouTube videos there are about Todd Rogers and cheating and like how many millions of views that's that's amassed. Yeah. Mm. It's true, yeah. I literally watched a video yesterday on a cheater of a game called Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories. Which I've is seen like that. this 
fucking Yu-Gi-Oh game that came out on PlayStation 1 that I used to have, which is uh, in itself become a strange speedrunning oddity because of, like, the amount of, like, maths and whatnot Mm -hmm. that goes into it. But yeah, I just watched this, like, video of, like, this guy who, who cheated in it rather blatantly. And yeah, like you say, it's just, like, kind of entertaining. I don't care about it at all, but, like, (laughs) <laughs> that, that's the kind of thing that like i i enjoy getting from the scene yeah. if anything dude i love like watching these like nerd out videos like this fucking glorious one where this guy is speedrunning mario 64 blindfolded allegedly <laughs> um but like you you know someone's just kind of commentating it who knows the speedrun mm. and it's just you know he's pretending to be blindfolded but you know when you're like blindfolded when you're like a kid or whatever in like a game and you you can definitely still see yeah, yeah. um it's kind of like that yeah like obviously it's like a thin black you, you close your eyes but like there's just a little gap where you're seeing yeah. through them yeah well it's almost like he's <laughs> yeah, wearing he's like got... a fucking pair of tights or something as the blindfold yeah you exactly <laughs> you can see through it and so he's pretending to do this stream blindfolded and he's kind of saying things like oh god i'm lost i gotta refigure where i am or whatever but like he's making like corrections and stuff that you just wouldn't be able to do because you know it's not like walking around a physical space like if you're not getting any feedback, audio feedback or whatever, you don't know what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, and I did it. There's something incredibly satisfying about watching these debunking videos uh, that are like an incredible detail. I love it. That's yeah, so I, I completely. I say like I, I was talking earlier about how it's an echo, echo chamber and sometimes quite silly, but I do like watching them kind of tear this stuff apart. Like, yeah, it's, it's very satisfying. There was one point where somebody was like, "I'll donate," because this was all live when it happened. They're like, "I'll donate fifty dollars." right now if you just turn around <laughs> like you're not looking at the screen so just yeah. turn like just turn around and look at the opposite wall like if you're blindfolded it shouldn't matter and they refuse to do it they're like no i'm not gonna do that yeah. what uh yeah <laughs> they, they would yeah. move the camera like in the game you can move like where the camera is in the game and he would just be constantly doing that to like look at where he needs to go yeah. and like what he needs to do and it's like <laughs> what why would you do that that would be completely pointless there was one yeah. point where he was like very very close to like walking off the edge or something he just turns around obviously at the last second because then he <laughs> yeah. obviously realizes he's about to just like kill the run yeah like you know it's like if you're like cheating on an essay or something you want to put in a few mistakes just so it seems like you know you actually didn't cheat yeah, you get the b um, rather than the a you know? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly like if you're straight up cheating you've done no work you have to make it look a bit real but he completely failed at that most basic task mm. and as a result it just looked completely fake i think you know? they did um, eventually admit it they did weird. but it was a really horrible it was like oh it was a joke it was always meant to be yeah, a joke yeah. it wasn't real um it's like uh, okay yeah it's and then like people nice. like clipped moments where it was him saying like this is me legitimately doing it it's not a joke so. i wonder why like i <laughs> yeah. sort of looked into like the reasons why some like runners cheat like i saw one video it's like a guy called carl jost was doing it it was about the dream situation and it's kind of like these players who cheat are like not bad players at the game they are tend to be pretty accomplished speedrunners but it's just this thing where they feel that they're not quite getting the luck or they have to just tilt it in their favor a little bit more because they would be able to do it if it wasn't for this thing, which I find mm. really like interesting, that like mentality of cheating. Because I'm sure there are some speedrunners who, who cheat who aren't found out yet and maybe in the future will be because of you know some technological reason. But it's, it seems so weird because it seems such a, oh, I don't know, a low stakes, a, a weirdly staked thing in terms of if you're gonna like get any fame 
through speed running by cheating you're probably going to be found out you know it seems really weird to to cheat in something like this I, I get what you mean it's like looking for a very niche response from a very already niche thing mm-hmm. like getting the world record at i don't know what's a fucking random game tomb raider 2 or whatever and cheating at that just so you can get the world record at tomb raider 2 and the response that you get is from the tomb raider 2 community saying congratulations or whatever and it's risky and like you said because it's such an echo chamber if you are caught cheating you are fucked yeah like they're gonna put you all over the internet because even plebs like us who don't speedrun or whatever are gonna watch these videos and it's gonna be it's just gonna get like way bigger than you bet and all you did was do your like fake blindfold stream to like 50 people and suddenly like (laughs) world famous yeah Yeah. it's like what the fuck yeah (laughs) yeah the the stream only had like a few views right i had like 10 views or something that blindfolded stream I guess there's just so many YouTubers just waiting, mm. waiting for somebody to play Hollow Knight with a, with like a hacked version of the game or something, just, just <laughs> yeah. waiting so that they can just pounce on it and make the 15 minute video. I mean, I think that's a lot of YouTube content in general in terms of like drama YouTubers just like waiting there like for stuff to happen. But with like speed running, it's just like, I don't know, it seems that a little bit stranger and funnier, but mm. you know, there's like drama speed run channels so to speak where like they chronicle the cheaters and there is a like lot that. of it like um in terms of yeah speed running content that is purely like drama i think there's i think there's a weird split where it's like there's the drama people who jump in on whatever then there's the like the people who are sort of like holding things to account i guess and they're like documenting things and then there's like yeah. uh, i don't know if you guys have watched the summoning salt videos because i think they're like just straight up the best like speed run content like on the internet and it's like these amazing like 45 50 minute like documentaries about a certain like speed run or a certain like track in like mario kart that goes into like this great depth of like why it's such a great achievement and like all the different players that are doing mm. it like i really like i like those sort of videos that are putting like speed running in a really good light as opposed to like oh look at all these like cheaters and all this like controversy and like horrible things these people have said at like agdq and oh why did they ban this like racist person from agdq and it's like come on guys like mm. i agree on. that these yeah. videos are pretty decent but i would say it also falls into the same problem in that f- these achievements that are made through speed running are built up like they're the greatest things that have ever happened I mean, maybe it's just through like the tone of like the, I know the documentary mean. but it's like if someone found a skip in mario kart it's like they cured world hunger just through <laughs> yeah, the way that they like, put it across yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like and they yeah. and this cut five seconds yeah after it's like what <laughs> he did next changed the speed running world forever yeah. well, i think it tries yeah. to show how difficult the accomplishment is right in terms of okay it might be a very niche thing and it is like you know okay someone shaved five seconds off mario kart like big deal but then it also it does like i think it deservedly highlights the amount of like time and effort and like actual like skill like i want to say like dexterity it can take to do some of these things and like yeah definitely yeah. like you know the the stamina to do it so I, I don't know i just think i mean it i prefer it when it's like look at this person doing this really cool thing like all oh, this really good like accomplishment that's taken them a lot of time and effort compared to like oh my god another there's another fucking wrong in, in the speedrunning community yeah yeah i guess i'm not i'm not critiquing like what the speedrunners themselves do because obviously it's like quite big achievements in some instances it's just how the community channels yeah, that yeah, yeah. and how much it's like how much it means in the grand scheme i guess sometimes but 
is yeah, quite a bit strange. I, I think you can interpret it as well in some cases as like maybe more toxic um like pastime or like hobby because this is something where you have to spend so much time just grinding and grinding like dedicated to running a game over and over and over and over again for mm. uh years in a lot of cases mm. and um there's such a psychological element if you have like if you got a world record like you're literally the best in the world at this video game that high is immense that's like so big and then if somebody and you know it took you hundreds thousands of hours to do that and then if somebody else just beats it by 15 seconds you just feel like ter you're like i need to do that i need to like get back on it and like play over and over and over again and get the world record again and you know i mean obviously it's not the case in like all scenarios but a lot of the times these are quite young people who um, maybe still like live with their parents and don't have like that many aspirations outside of, uh, you know, wanting to like be the best that they can. And especially when they're in the echo chamber of just everybody else who also just thinks that this is like the best thing that they could be yeah. doing. And like, you know, like, the most important thing and like, Oh my God, did you see so-and-so got a world record? It, it can, I don't know. It can uh, be like a little bit of a toxic situation yeah. to be in yeah. i mean like we, we've seen it happen like where we come from smash community it happens in that a lot as well so i think it's just you know it inherently happens in anything where you kind of get yourself within this scene which is ultimately competitive and then it's like i just mm. gotta keep going whatever it yeah. takes i just gotta like keep going to beat this thing yeah. or whatever and there's like, so much praise and everybody else is telling you like what you're doing is amazing and like well done well done this is perfect. yeah this is yeah totally 100 yeah it can be quite like addictive yeah, mm. you can become like a star in in a scene right you can become like a face like a you know like a, a leading figure mm. yeah it, it's like um it's kind of like when you work in like a shitty job <laughs> like you're like a you, you're in like a local Tesco and you want to become like the best like employee oh, and you just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're like the dude, you're like a, a big fish in this like tiny pond yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you're huge in like the fucking Star Wars Battlefront um, speedrunning community or whatever, it's just like, it feels really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, one of the things I want to talk about and I, I'm kind of hesitating because it's like, you know, you can talk about any like gaming community and, one of the things you have to say is like, oh, by the way, it's actually, it's pretty sexist there. And uh, there's lots of like sexual impropriety, impropriety, whatever, how you ever say that word. Mm. Um, and, you know, at the events, you know, there's all these accusations of like all this shit happening uh, and racism and all this sort of stuff. And by the way, every time that happens, um, the community just like rallies around uh, whoever's done it or whatever mm. uh, like it's kind positively of Caelan saying like yeah that's what I mean the like, person who is yeah, being like, racist generally, or sexist yeah. yeah and they'll you know like um, maybe the, the companies with like advertising stakes and stuff like that will reject them but generally like, the community will support them um, and but it's almost like redundant because it's like every fucking gaming community yeah it's it's like oh by the way this one also does that yeah um yeah. you know at every agdq there's people who have come up with like sexual assault allegations there's there's like you know all lots of sexism stuff it's like um you know smash bros has had its own like reckoning with this type of stuff and so has speedrunning in that like you know people have had these experiences at, at these events and um, with these big celebrity personalities and stuff like that who kind of think they can do what they want mm. um but yeah it's just like Oh yeah, by the way, also this gaming community is the same is the same thing. Um and it obviously seems to be like an issue with fucking gaming. Cuz it's just yeah, it's just cuz like 90% probably more, right? Like probably like 98% male 
it's not right. Like there's, uh, yeah, there, there, there's so many different aspects of the community and like different personality types and everything just come together to culminate like kind of the worst of the worst yeah. in that case. I think like yeah. speedrunning is like a, a bit different to like, say like this, obviously the smash stuff was like super, super serious and like, um, but it's not saying that the speedrunning stuff isn't, but what I'm saying is I think the speedrunning community is like, it has a different makeup of the, than like the smash community. Um, well, I think there's a huge, huge amount of like, yeah, like male gamers who are fucking, you know, need to think about their worldviews. But then also, it does have a very high percentage of like trans uh, members in the community. It and does, I feel yeah. like I feel like there's this they're like like hitting together. This sort of this new, you know, the new sort of uh, more trans friendly style of like AGDQ and stuff like that as really butting heads with these people who just need to get with the times yeah i mean they george was telling us the other day that they have to they had to like ban an emote which was a guy in a dress essentially um which was getting spammed every time a transgender person would would come on stream Mm. um because you know it's it's twitch chat isn't it so it's just it's always this is that's the vibe right it's just like be fucking horrible to whoever's on screen yeah and, and um, even even if it was just that, it's quite easy to be like, oh, well, you know, it's just people on Twitch chat who are like anonymous, so like, you know, it's understandable. But there were big speedrunning personalities who came out and be like, why are they doing this? What's wrong with the emote? It's not transphobic. The emote itself isn't transphobic. Like, what's wrong? I don't see a problem. Mm. Um, you know, just obviously completely missing the point of like yeah. how it was negatively used. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's not i i think even even though there is like i wouldn't even call it like a considerable amount of trans representation just that like there, there is are some, some yeah. yeah um yeah. but like the overwhelming negatively response from like actual members of the community is like a pretty bad sign i mean yeah like the actual company that is like a charity run company whatever agdq is like positive and they do um put a lot of trans people like you know in like good positions and stuff mm-hmm. it's still yeah there's they're still like very far behind i think yeah and it's 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 you know it's fucking everything so you can't you could pick out any individual scene or company and it'll always be the same story mm-hmm. um but you know every single year there'll be a controversy about someone getting banned for saying something racist or sexist or whatever and you know then people are like what the fuck what blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like oh agdq is now sjw's or whatever um and, you know, a, a lot of it might be, like, you know, cancel culture and, like, you know, person being kind of cancelled um, and then AGDQ just kind of folding, um, despite what they might think. Um, so it's, it's hard to make a call when the whole internet is, like, fucking steamy. I think the big thing is it's, like, AGDQ now is so, so big that it's not, like, you know, back in, like, 2013 when it was a very small-scale thing in, like, a back room, now it's, like, you know in hotels massive massive production like big money big brands behind it it's kind of like if you have someone on the screen who you know there are discord screenshots out there of them saying some really fucking sus and unacceptable shit it's like they gotta get banned or at least like you know have them like very publicly apologize but like they've got to ban them because it's not something that big brands and big events can be associated with yeah and again i say this a lot but like a lot of gamers do and say stuff that if you did that in a regular working environment, you would just be like, you know, disciplined or fired. fired like, yeah. And it's yeah. kind of that thing where you have to go into it with that sort of idea. If you fucking tweeted out some like dodgy shit and it gets brought up, it's kind of one of those things. If you act, if you're sexist in the workplace, you get fucking fired. Like there's no, it doesn't make it okay just because it's, you see it as your thing. 
you know, because it, it's not your thing. Well, a lot of it is yeah. still tied to just like how a lot of these people have just been living online for like most of their social lives. Mm -hmm. And so that whole idea of your online persona is different from your offline one is still very much in place. So yeah. it's like, if you did like type this shit in the Twitch chat, it kind of doesn't count because you haven't actually said it to their face or whatever. <laughs> and like, I think that's very much like an idea that is still, it's happening, but very, very slowly like needs to be breaking down like just a bit yeah but i mean overall speedrunning is not the worst um Sorry. it just has a big event and i think if anything at a big event full of nerds you'd probably get a similar result um <laughs> maybe can't blame the poor speedrunners themselves yeah yeah the speedrunners themselves you know it's all cool but just like any other gaming community it seems to be quite thrive with some bad shit at times yeah. yeah exactly yeah. um okay does anyone have anything else they want to say about speedrunning before we uh, there's this one i remember um there's this really big thing now on, I think, TikTok. Um, there's this guy who, like, does, like, funny parody speedrunning videos. I don't know if you've seen it, but he'll do, like, um, like getting a Tinder date speedrun or something like that. Um, so I think that's, like, if there, if there are viewers out there that have seen, like, this thing, like, I imagine there's a lot of people who have seen these, like, huge viral videos that, like, don't know kind of where it comes from mm. but yeah all our talks about like you know the anus skip and like all that is uh is definitely <laughs> jokes on, on those, <laughs> those videos yeah absolutely yeah. okay cool um so what's our social media don uh, uh, do we have do we have any emails we channels? do not have any emails this week unfortunately but you can email us at pod under the heatlamp.com you can follow us on twitter at heatlamp podcasts and you can follow us on instagram at under the heatlamp um and yeah, we haven't got any suggestions, so yeah. Um, as usual, uh, if you email us, we'll do your suggestion, and mm. um, pretty much no matter what it is. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's it for this week, guys. Bye bye. Farewell. Bye. bye. bye.